Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. So we have another special episode uh, with iHeart2C. So thank you all for joining us again. I'm Hannah McGee, and I get the privilege of having my whole family on the podcast. Um, For those of you listeners who may not know, I am the oldest of seven kids and a daughter of two fabulous parents, my parents, Doug and Marge Ness. And I wanted to have everybody on, which is kind of a, I mean, it's actually shocking that we're all here together. Uh, And so I wanted to share with our community, um, we grew up in Nampa most of our years, uh, my years and my siblings' years. And so I wanted to share with the listeners kind of what it was to grow up in the 90s in Nampa and be raised and worked and wanted to just share you guys with you what a big family is like being a part of. And so... Um, I'm going to, um, I want all my siblings, my parents to introduce themselves. Um, and, um, so you guys get to know a little bit more about my family and then we'll talk a little bit about, um, what's like being in Nampa. So mom and dad, welcome. Would you two, um, just tell us like how long you've been married, um, where you are originally from and when you guys moved to, to Nampa. Um, so just tell us a little bit about you guys. Go ahead, Dad. You can okay. start. Um, Marge and I, uh, we've been married now 43 years. 42, going on 43. It'll be 43 next summer. <clears throat> Get that straight. We both grew up in Minnesota on a farm and um, 10 miles apart and uh, had a great, uh, good old-fashioned uh, America and apple pie uh, grow up. <laughs> About as good as it gets on the farm. It. And then um, we grew, uh, we farmed for a number of years and then ended up coming out to Idaho. I moved to Nampa in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving, 1990, it was 25 below zero. Here? Here. When we really? Moved, it was the coldest it had been in 25 years. So we moved in. It was, we couldn't, part of the house wasn't insulated. So we, it was just terrible trying to get it heated. But it was a neat new start for <laughs> Nampa uh, wow. for us. And, um, so from humble beginnings, and uh, we'd uh, farmed in Minnesota and lost everything and then some when the interest rate hit 20 and 23% interest early 80s and uh, had to kind of rethink things a little bit. And so Napa was a great place to uh, come to. We're really happy there. That's awesome. Mom, what about you? Where, what did you tell us a little bit about you? So I guess my past is similar to Doug's, the way we grew up, but um, I've just always 
uh, chosen to follow my husband. He's a go-getter and um, just always uh, got some new ideas in mind and so just chose to go on the adventure with him. And so when we moved to uh, Nampa, it was quite in the middle of a struggle uh, financially and just everything. Um, so we had quite a um, an interesting uh, time with, especially with a big family and, you know, living on beans and rice for a while and oatmeal and homemade bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good time. And so loved being, having, you know, having a big family and just having lots of kids was um, just always, um, what would you call it? A dream? Oh, always a dream. Well, it no. wasn't a dream. Mm. It was actually, um, <laughs> I used to say, well, we're going to have 12 kids, mm. but that was kind of jokingly. <laughs> and so, um, no, but it's been a blessing to have a big family and just to see the dynamics between everybody and um, everybody just making it work mm-hmm. and making it um, fun. And you went to school to be a nurse, right? Yeah, I did. I went to school in uh, Grand, no, in Fargo, North Dakota, and did only about five years of nursing. A year and a half of that was in Norway. But I always wanted to be a mom and a housewife, so that's what I... Um, Doug was able to bless me enough to be able to stay at home and be with the kids. And that was my dream in life. Cool. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you, Mom. All right. So I want to go um, oldest to youngest to introduce you guys to my siblings. Um, and since most of you guys know most about me, I am the oldest of the seven. Um, I... Uh, We'll talk about who's the wisest, but anyways, I'm going to, so I'm not going to talk about myself since most of the listeners know kind of some basis of me. So the next one in line, that's two years younger than me is Naomi. So Naomi, would you introduce yourself? Uh, tell everybody, um, let's see, tell everybody, you know, who you are, what you do right now, if you're married, um, and then kind of where you live in the, in the Treasure Valley, and then tell us what, if you had any jobs in Nampa or Canyon County growing up. Yeah, my name is Naomi Gibbs. I currently live in Nampa, actually a mile or two from mom and dad. I am married to Rick Gibbs. He's actually a teacher over in Middleton. Mm -hmm. So he's still in the Treasure, or excuse me, in the um, Canyon Canyon County. County as well. And, uh, I did, I actually, my very first ever job in Canyon County was at ShopCo. Nice. They have since closed. <laughs> it no longer exists oh. in, in, um, in Nampa, but that was my first job. I was um, in retail and it is the start of many new other retail things. Mm. And what I currently do is I actually own my own store That's now cool. in um, Oaks Brothers Marketplace in downtown just off of the Indian Creek Plaza. So I just got my first brick and mortar, but I just think it's funny where I started yeah. in retail and then I went to a lot of different other things and then cool. came back to retail and my love and joy. So that's awesome. And what at your um, retail shop, what do you sell? I sell pre-loved, spectacular and couture inspired fashions. Mm. So if you're looking for that unique piece or crazy piece, um, something that no one else has, that's where you're going to find it is my shop. Awesome. 
Great. Thanks, Naomi. All right. Then going down the line is Abigail. She's five years younger than me. Um, I don't, we're not going to tell you everybody how old you guys all are. You can all try <laughs> to figure that out yourselves. But Abby, would you introduce yourselves and yourself and tell us more about you? And then also if you had any jobs in Canning County growing up. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Abby and I had actually a couple of jobs in Canning County. So the first one was uh, at a car wash that mm. was extremely fun and entertaining. Everything that I got to do and cars I got to drive and then I also worked for a restaurant in downtown Nampa called called Co- Copper Canyon. I don't know if they're actually still I don't think this so. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> I currently have a home and office organizing company that I started over three years ago. And I live in downtown Boise. Awesome. And I am single as a Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> they're even less single than me because they have each other in the pecan. But just me. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> Oh, Abby always makes us laugh. All right. So, and then going down next is Micah. Micah is seven years younger than me. And Micah, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you? And then also, did you have any jobs in Nampa or Canyon County, I should say? Yeah. Thanks for having us all together. My name is Micah. And uh, yeah, I loved growing up in Nampa and uh, currently married to uh, my wife, Angela, and just as of this year in June. So um, I actually split time between uh, Idaho and Arizona, uh, which is where Angela was living prior. And uh, so I still love coming back to Idaho and spend a lot of time there growing up. Um, my main first job was working for uh, our dad's business, Ness, um, Ness LLC or Ness Restoration as it is mm-hmm. now and um, kind of cut our, my brother and I cut our teeth on on working construction and doing those kinds of things, which is based in Nampa and we worked throughout the whole valley at that time and um, did a couple other small jobs, worked up in Alaska um, as well, but kind of came back to the family business before starting uh, our own business for um, with my brother and I doing video production and photography for businesses and travel and, and, uh, companies kind of both in Idaho and, uh, around the globe. So we get to, uh, come back to home when we can, but we're also, uh, are, are traveling quite a bit elsewhere. So awesome. Great. And it's called silver line films. Well, thank you. So great to have you here. And then after Micah, thank, thankfully Micah and Josiah had each other in between the five of us girls, uh, so they were able to carry each other, support each other. And, you know, I'm sure they had many times where they just locked themselves in a room away from all the hormonal sister stuff. So, um, after Micah is Josiah, he's nine years younger than me and Josiah, welcome. Introduce yourself and tell us about you. Hello. Thank you Hannah, for having us all on here and bringing us all together virtually yeah, it doesn't happen very often but uh yes i'm josiah and um i uh I, I my first job in um uh nampa was working for my dad in this restoration as it is right now like mike had mentioned um and then i worked in that pretty much my whole life up until about six seven years ago when my brother and i started silver line films uh, production company um and i also lived in, in nampa um, up until just uh, recently, about a year ago, 
Um, and then I, I ended up moving out of the 2C into the 1A uh, Meridian location. So um, still kind of kind of bummed, moved out of Nampa, but um, it's all it's all for the greater good, I guess, at this point. So um, yeah, and, and currently I'm single as well. Um, the two last single um, kids of the family, me and Abby, we're mm-hmm. just holding down the fort, you know, place for the time and. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah. Cool. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Josiah. All right, and next we have Lydia. Uh, Lydia is um, 16 years younger than me, I believe, aren't we? 16? I, I just base it off of what age I was when you were born. Um, so <laughs> yeah. our parents kind of started all over again. And, yeah, I was 16 when Lydia was born, and um, I remember – not being too happy with my parents when they got pregnant again. Um, I was like, I was like, come on, we are finally getting normal as five kids. And um, the boys were kind of just chilling out a little bit and not so crazy. And then here comes another baby. But what was the cool thing was, I think having babies in the family again, just I think brought our, our family closer together. So you were the joy that brought brought into our family. So Lydia, introduce yourself, tell us what you do, um, and if you had any jobs in in Canyon County too. Well, hi, I'm Lydia. I grew up in Nampa, um, was actually born in my parents' house. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josiah is uh, seven years older than me, so there's that seven-year age gap. Mm -hmm. And to my knowledge, he actually cried when I was born because he wanted a little brother. so, That's funny. <laughs> is that true, Joe? That is 100% true. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, you testify for that. I, uh, I lived in Nampa, well, I'm only 25, so majority of my life. Um, the jobs that I worked in Nampa, I worked at two different fast food restaurants, but my first job was doing cleaning for my dad's construction uh, company. Um, but now I like Josiah, have also moved out of Nampa, and I currently live in Boise, and I work as a pharmacy technician. Awesome. Cool. And are, and are you single? Lydia? No. <laughs> um, oh, awesome. My boyfriend and I have been uh, just past our one-year anniversary cool. of being boyfriend and girlfriend, so, cool. yeah, and it's really great. That's awesome. All right, and last but not least, our baby sister, Tabitha. Definitely not least. No, definitely not <laughs> least. Um, but welcome, Tabitha. And uh, Tabitha is 19 years younger than me. Uh, yeah, so I'm old enough to be both of your parent, your mom. And I think that's yeah. probably when I I was still young, you know, I did not want anybody to think that these, my little sisters were my kids, actually. So um, I... Did not want to take them shopping, even though I loved you guys. It had nothing to do against you. But um, anyway, Naomi took us everywhere. Yes, Naomi got to be the big sister. But um, yeah, would you introduce yourself and tell us more about you? Yeah. Um, My name is Tabitha. I'm the youngest of all the crazy siblings, um, but probably the favorite of everyone, of course. (laughs) Um, I have always lived in Nampa. I lived in the 1A for a hot minute, but moved back to Nampa. Um, but I don't think I've actually ever had a job in Nampa. Mm. Um, you know, I worked as a cleaner for my dad when I was young. Um, 
for his company, but I think I've always worked either in a different state or in Boise. So hmm. um, what do you I was create? a barista in Alaska for co- quite a few years, running a coffee shop up there, and then I now work for Alaska Airlines in Boise. So that's awesome. You're I don't all over stay the place. in one place for very long. Yeah, <laughs> she's our what we, a travel globe trotter. Yeah, what did mom say? The boys forgot to mention that their first job was um, getting worms out of the yard, oh. taking them over to sell them. <laughs> with oh, dad. That's a good point. That's yeah. Good. Yep. I bet you Almost made the big big. bucks. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Hey, we made we made seventy five dollars in one night. Yeah. Really? Like wow. Did, that was a lot we of money like in the nineties. Nine or something. Wow. Like that. We were. We thought we were ballers. <laughs> with that's, my help. Uh-huh. Picking the worms. Every mom's dream to have in the house is a couple buckets full of worms. <laughs> I remember that. But it was fun. It was we had a blast doing it. Oh, that's awesome, uh, Tabitha. So, are you single? I am not. Mm, off the market. Just past one year as well. Cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, so, I guess since on that kind of uh, subject. Um, I know a question we we as siblings get asked a lot is a lot of people see our worth, work ethic. A lot of us own our own businesses or have had some type of side hustle at some point, you know, creating art or whatever that is. And we all have this desire to we're not afraid to, to work hard and we're not afraid to um, start something new. And I think that comes from the example of mom and dad, especially dad who has owned his own businesses most of my life that I know. And so, um, so dad, I want, tell us a little bit more about you, like starting your own businesses, especially in Nampa. You have a very successful business in Nampa, based in Nampa, but, um, does all of the treasure Valley. Um, I, I think all of us siblings would say our hard work ethic and our heart to be an entrepreneur comes from you. So tell us a little bit more about where did, where did you get this idea to start your own businesses instead of work for somebody else? And then tell us more about nest restoration. Okay. Um, I think growing up on a farm, uh, back in Minnesota, I grew, you know, was born in 51. So I kind of grew up in an area, uh, in an area that had, everybody had a good work ethic, you know, on a farm, you had to make things happen. And so I kind of grew up that way. And uh, my mother and father were uh, the same, very hardworking, honest, uh, about as good as it gets of uh, growing up around people and being taught by. And so I learned those basics there. And then, but I was um, kind of the black sheep. I always had always wanted to be doing something else. I was a daydreamer. I didn't like sitting in school and always had to be doing something. And so that kind of develops over a period of time that, um, you know, restless spirit, whatever, you know, you're gifted. We're all gifted in different ways, you know. And um, so mine was a a gift that I couldn't sit still and my mind couldn't stop. So that generates into creating things and doing things. and, And that can be good and it can be a challenge in the earlier years. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't understand business and, um, I didn't have as many guidelines, I guess, as far as, you know, I get too many irons in the fire and then things get to be a hassle. So my wife, my lovely wife, Marjorie, um, stuck with me through some wild and crazy times of, uh, doing things and losing everything. And then some, 
And so, you know, those are the downsides on it. But the real blessing with that is I did learn. Finally, I learned a lot of things. And, uh, and she stuck with me, which is really phenomenal in this day and age that, that, that wives and husbands will stay together when they go through these challenging times uh, in, in, in life. And so uh, she said, well, Doug, you got us into this. You're going to get us out of this. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, that's pretty amazing. She's an amazing woman. She's a gift to angel. Okay. And, uh, and so she allowed me to do what I was gifted at and uh, stayed with me through all that. And, and that's what really brought blessings. And then a consistency that the kids could grow up in to see that their mom and dad would fight through the challenges of not having anything. I mean, we came out to Idaho. We was, we, we didn't have the, we didn't have anything. It was, uh, and I had to learn. I, I always all worked. All our junk. That's all our junk. Yeah. When we moved out to Idaho, it looked like Ma Pa kettles coming to town, a whole truck full of junk. Oh, you know? gosh. But anyhow, we, uh, uh, but fortunately, she stuck with me and supported me, and I didn't quit. I just kept working and working and working. And so the kids seen us uh, in business and all these things staying together. We don't argue. We don't fight about things. We just, we got to get things done. And kind of the old fashioned way of doing it, which is still uh, the right way. So uh, hopefully, you know, that all the kids have all seen this and growing up around this. And that has that's changed how they look at things challenging too, because life is really a challenge. And, but it's what we do when these things get to be a problem. Those decisions we make at that determine what happens your whole rest of your life. And so uh, uh, we learned and now, and, and then through that, I, um, uh, when we lost everything, I went to work for someone for four or five years, and that's the only time I ever worked for anybody else in my whole life. And then I got back out and did construction. And when I got to move to Idaho, uh, I moved to uh, Nampa. Then uh, I started doing some construction and we ended up getting referred into some problem solving with water issues and stuff like that. And, and that was the foundation of nest restoration, which now, um, you know, 25 years later, we have 12 to 15 employees and we've worked on thousands and thousands of houses here in the valley. And uh, when you have floods and, and when you got a mess, you just call nests. That's right. right? That's okay. right. So, and all the kids have grown up around that. Uh, so they've had the benefit of seeing business deals and, and knowing challenges, reality of challenges of, well, hey, it didn't work out, but you got to make it work. Mm-hmm. You got to figure it out. And uh, that, that's pretty valuable. So all the, all the kids have this go get um to make, make th- something happen, and, uh, which, is, which is really unique uh, in this day and age, the culture we have. Mm-hmm. So we're real proud of all the all that they've done and, and, and the challenges that they face and they still keep going. Right. Uh, they don't look for an excuse, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, uh, grab a hold of things and uh, figure out how to make it work. So. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, on that subject too, I want to ask all uh, you guys, my siblings, um, and we'll start with Tabitha, um, based on kind of what, how dad talked about, you know, that go-getter uh-huh. attitude and, fighter or whatever, what is, what is something that sticks out to you that you like the quality, like the superpower that you feel like you possess for life, for business based on kind of how we are raised or, you know, that you've learned from mom and dad. 
Um, I guess I would say how, and I think this will be quite the theme, um, but the attitude of knowing what you want and doing whatever it takes to get that. Um, I think <clears throat> for all of us siblings, we all have different things that we want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, we put working hard um to get it, you know, we we we've never expected to get anything handed to us, um, because Dad taught us from a young age, you know, you work to get money to spend to buy toys or candy, you know, from very young age, and I think <clears throat> that taught us, you know, find out what you want, find out what your dreams are, and then don't stop working hard until you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess. For me, that's traveling, and um, so I found a job that allows me to do that for, you know, I'm hardly ever home, (laughs) and um, I get to do exactly what I want to do because I didn't stop until Mm -hmm. I found a way to be able to do that, so. Cool. That's awesome. Lydia, what about you, Lydia? Um, Kind of the same thing, just... uh, mom and dad teaching us like working hard like I always um regardless of what job I had I always made sure I would do the best to my ability that I would always work hard because like there's a job to be done there's things that need to get figured out um and uh yeah and I do enjoy working hard so (laughs) that that helps uh uh but yeah, my passions are uh, in the arts, which ironically, that's what dad originally had gone to school for. So I kind of mm. continued that, I guess. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, finding the things that you're passionate about and uh, working towards them is uh, what I what I try to do. It's certainly not easy, um, especially when motivation comes and goes and you kind of just have to push through. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for sharing, Lydia. Uh, Josiah, what about you? Yeah, I mean, some of that would kind of ring true through what everybody said and maybe what everybody else would say as well on the um, on the call. But a lot of it comes from the that persistence and knowing that you want that whatever you're you're striving after after in life and what you want. Um, good things take a lot of hard work and so when we've grown up seeing that um, my dad and my mom have always um always kept going whenever it was tough and we didn't even know it was tough yeah when it was, when it was tough for my parents we never saw it because my right. parents never they never they never showed it they never complained we didn't have a whole lot and when we were growing up but we had enough to survive and we had the family and 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 my mom and dad were always smiling um and so we looked at that and, and brought that into now of, of when you do want that thing whatever that might be um you can you know the good thing is going to take a lot of hard work to get um as a family has uh, we've all gone through our struggles and 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 hard times to get to where we're at and mm-hmm. um and it's really cool to see how that rings true in different areas of different people's lives you know whether it's business whether it's traveling whether it's relationships whether it's um uh the things that you want to go do and, and or acquire um, they all take hard work so i think 
Um, I don't know if that specifically answers it, but sure. I think it kind of rings true of what, you know, my dad said and, um, and what, it, what stuff really takes to, um, or what it takes to accomplish. Right. That's good. Um, really quick for all of our listeners, um, while you're listening, you're going to hear a lot of different background sounds because, uh, ha- mo- half of the family is on zoom all over the United States, Hawaii, Arizona, here, Boise. So just to let you know that, uh, we have a lot of different background sounds. <laughs> so, uh, that that's just kind of how we do it as a big family. So on to you, Micah, um, we'd love to hear more too about what are the qualities that you th- stick out to you in kind of you, um, that have, that have really benefited you fighting for what you want. Yeah, it definitely rings true with the, the things that everyone else is saying as well. A lot of, uh, want seeing what you want and really going for it and um, finding a similar uh, path for Josiah and I, where we were able to do those things together mm-hmm. has been pretty awesome. And, and, and also seeing that, like my dad, it was a family business growing up. So we learned how to not just uh, be family, but also work with family. And that was a big mm. aspect of, of there as well, to be able to, you, you have a different level of, of transparency with family. You're able to uh, have different types of conversations. It also makes it tricky sometimes when it is business and you have to make decisions or move forward. So I think there was a lot of aspects like that, that carried over into um, Josiah and I starting uh, our own business, but also keep going because, you know, it took several um, years of working on the side to make it happen, to go full time and, and seeing my dad not giving up and seeing the difficulties kind of in the business that he would go through of dealing with employees or clients or really sticking to your guns and knowing what you really want and knowing that, uh, you have to make some tough decisions. And so mm-hmm. being able to not allow yourself to stop short or, or not keep going because it is tough. It is hard. It doesn't always last when you uh, have an opportunity, you have to keep driving forward with it. So, yeah. um, so I think that definitely that, that drive to continue to work because even after, I mean, we're going to be going into 10 years next year and oh, like it's still a lot of long hours and a lot of, lot of hard things like you think maybe we shouldn't have to deal with that by now but as my dad showed like you're just always going to have ups Mm -hmm. and downs in there and you gotta you see what you want you keep going for it it's good thank you micah what about you abby yeah something that really sticks out from my parents that were that they were always so good at from the beginning is caring and giving to people Mm -hmm. even though we grew up with absolutely nothing in the early years they still gave of their home i always remember dad you know, seeing someone on the side of the road and like, okay, what's in the car that we could give them? Or, you know, he would uh, find a family in the area that needed help. So he would come home. And again, even though we had nothing like, oh, I don't think we're using this jacket as often. Or, hey, do you guys have some toys we could give Mm, them? I mean, even when there was nothing, they still chose to give whatever they had. And even now, and that's kind of the focus as to why I started my business is because I was up at their lodge in Alaska and how, and even in their, their house here at Idaho, it's all about like, you know, hosting and sharing and who can, you know, opening it for people to stay there. And when I was in Alaska, I realized like, oh my goodness, look at what they are doing for other people. Yes, they are pursuing their dream and helping so many people, but look at what they are doing to impact other people and focusing on uh, what can I do to help others to you know, do what they want to do. And I, and that just, that quality always sticks out from 
my parents and I feel like all of us siblings are so, you know, giving and caring for other people because of that. And that, that's been a huge focus of mine to still carry that through to, to care and help others. Mm-hmm. Thanks for pointing that out. That's a really good point. What about you, Naomi? Well, I think being the second oldest, I think Han and I, we were the ones who came with mom and dad across the United States to the land of opportunity in Idaho. <laughs> um, huh? Came across in a covered wagon. Yeah, that's right, a covered wagon. But Han and I, 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 I don't know if I'll speak for her, but I'll, I'll speak for myself is that I remember the times where, like, I, I remember eating the, you know, knowing that we only had a little. We ate, you know, beans and oatmeal, and we had, we didn't have anything, but we didn't know that we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And the fact that dad's like, no, just because I lost my farm doesn't mean that I give up on life. I still have a wife. I still have children. And as the older one, I just think because we're, we, we knew what was happening or, well, I guess we didn't know what was happening, but we didn't know it was happening. And it was beautiful looking back. I'm actually, I guess I look back and say, oh, I'm so glad he lost his farm in a horrible, in a, in a great Mm. way because it made us all who we are today Mm -hmm. because we had that example to us that, oh, you may lose something in life, but it doesn't mean you can't rebuild. It doesn't mean that you lose your determination. It doesn't mean that you lose anything. You just keep going. You know, there could be, uh, I don't know, devastations in life or, or whatnot. But I guess being one of the older ones, I just, I know, I look back, I'm like, yeah, we didn't have anything, but we had a fantastic life, especially in Canyon County. We went to Lake Lowell and did all the fun things. We never had a lack of anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's good. That's good. And I, I t- yeah, the officially two C right two here. Two C, so. yes. <laughs> he's holding up his fingers for those of you uh, who don't know what he's doing. Two C, the two C sign with your fingers. Um, I agree. I think too. Like we are not afraid to work hard. We're not afraid to work for what, and we know how. We know how to get get what we want. Really, we've been taught like you know anything is possible if you work hard and you put your mind to it. And um, nothing really is going to be given to you. And so, um, so yeah, I, that kind of that fighting spirit of not, like I think back to one of my jobs that I had um, in Nampa was I was corn topping. <laughs> and it was not a glorious job. It was hot and Naomi did it with me. And it was, you get bee stings and you get cut up. And, but it was like, it was hard work, but it was fun too. And, um, I think we all actually enjoy hard work. It's like, it's very satisfying to all of us. And it's because we weren't afraid of it. And dad kind of, I think at times we probably hated it when he made us work hard and go back and do it again. Cause we didn't do it right the first time, but yet the things, those very things now as adults, all of us, you know, can appreciate. And you can also see in the work field, whether you are an entrepreneur or not, the, the, the gap or the difference between people who are willing to work hard and work very hard and diligently versus those who don't have it. So, um, so yeah, we, we are very appreciative. Um, I did want to hop, since this is a holiday, a Christmas, um, this is when it's going to be launching around Christmas. I did want to haul, I wanted to highlight kind of some of our holiday traditions, Christmas traditions that we, we loved and we love that mom and dad have created for us. Um, and they are, there are so many, um, but 
with the short time we have left, I would love to, so a couple things that I will just, you know, throw out there. So our family uh, roots are Scandinavian, um, Norwegian and Swedish. I actually did my gene, um, gene not genealogy, but I, I got my DNA, DNA tested. And my husband, John, was hoping that I'd have like 2%, you know, um, from Africa or Spain or something. And nope, it is like 65 Norwegian, 35 <laughs> Swedish, all, nothing, nothing else. And so that would be pretty much all the same of my family here, my siblings. So uh, we do have deep roots and we, we were able to carry some of those on. Mom and dad have carried those on. And so um, we have, you know, we've had some really special special um, memories that have been created. Um, so I wanted to just h highlight some of those. So I'm going to have mom and dad talk really quick about just Christmas, what Christmas was like back in the day, because I know it was a lot different than now. Um, and I would echo that with Naomi too, is like, I do remember now as an adult, I could, I can see that we did not have a lot. And so some of those Christmases I know are really hard for you guys, not necessarily for us, because uh, somehow we always had something, but we never felt a lack. We always felt loved. We always, we always had each other. We always were provided for at some level. And, um, and, but we never, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like we never knew we were lacking anything, you know, because mom and dad never complained. They just, you know, did with what they had. So mom and dad, would you share a little bit just about whatever one you want to talk about Christmas or, you know, a, a highlight. And then we'll go around the room possibly one more time. Cause it does take some time um, of a, a special memory of Christmas that you guys have or holidays. So go ahead, dad, mom. Um, so the one that stands out in my mind is um, when we first moved to Idaho and uh, we literally, I don't know, it was the, we didn't have heat in the house. Uh, I mean, all these things that were mm. happening just, kind of snowballing so when Christmas came around it was let's find a couple crates and paint them and I'll make make them into dollhouses and dad yeah, make the crates from the uh, grocery store mm. oh yeah those yeah peach crates and stuff wow like so dad would make some um, furniture mm. and I would make some you know curtains and blankets and things to put in the house and and I guess that was <clears throat> that's the one that stood out the most but um we always incorporated the Scandinavian, especially foods, um, the lefse, and I think we attempted lutefisk one time, but Doug <laughs> one time. won't let me <laughs> bring it back in the house again. So, um, but a lot of a lot of the Scandinavian goodies that go along with Christmas mm -hmm. time and uh, rice mush, I incorporated mm -hmm. into our Christmas Eve, where they um, somebody finds the the blanched nut that's hidden in the rice mush, and then. Um, from there, it goes into, oh, I don't know, what else? A lot of decorations had run the lines of Scandinavia. Um, the colors, you know, the reds. Um, we wrote yeah. letters to Jesus every year. Oh, yeah, we did. We wrote Christmas letters Eve. to Jesus. We still do that every Christmas Eve. Every Christmas Eve, they um, everybody sits around the table and writes their letter. And... Um, we back in the day we used to even a birthday cake for Jesus, mm -hmm. but with all the goodies, nobody could even <laughs> stand to look at a birthday cake to eat it. So yeah. we gave up on that part. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so just a lot of memorable things that 
that I I remember. That's awesome. Anything you want to share, Dad? Yeah. Um, so, really, you know, yeah, when we moved to Idaho, it's kind of a unique time. We 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 grew up in a Scandinavian traditions and that. So, but when we moved out to Idaho, Marge and I had to start our own traditions um, ourselves, bringing our traditions from the past and then what we're doing new and. And those were interesting times, and I, I think we, you know, we look back on just like people that grew up during the depression. That 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 um, changes how you think and what you do. And and our time like that was in Idaho when we came. We didn't have really any money, and uh, so we had to make the dollhouses and and make these blocks and paint them and put numbers on them for building blocks and make dolls, make uh, you know just just things that because we didn't, we didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. at all and so i think anybody listening it is life you know a lot of challenges coming now people are running into and and down the road and and you just gotta really look at what what is really most important in life and uh that if uh, the lord brings us these things and it's what we make out of them and uh and now they're beautiful memories there were difficult times but they're beautiful memories because we didn't give up hope mm-hmm. and we didn't quit and we still love the kids and um and, uh, you know, w- what's the most important? What's the finer finer things of life? Kind of just the warm fuzzies of mm-hmm. kind of just not worrying about so many things. Yeah, you know, that's good. That's good, Dad. The family there. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys, you, siblings, um, kind of what was one, maybe one of your favorite traditions or memories, um, if you can answer it shortly, because we got to wrap this up. Um, so we'll start with Lydia. Lydia, do you have a special um, tradition or memory that that um, comes to mind? Um, well, Christmas was always a big deal for me and Tabitha since we were the youngest and we always loved the fact that all of the family was always there. Um, kind of the whole just holiday, just leading up to it, being able to wake up in the morning and open gifts with everybody mm-hmm. and just being able to hang out with bigger siblings kind of thing. Yeah. So Awesome. Yeah, kind of the whole thing. Yeah, that's great. We're making Kringla. That was oh, yeah. one of my top yeah. favorites. Yes. All right. Uh, what about you, Josiah? Um, it's kind of a hard one because there's a lot that goes on with Christmas that has always um, been memorable. But I, I think kind of to sum to summarize it, we we I guess my mom and dad we made it as a, a really cool tradition from Christmas Eve through Christmas. Um, and it wasn't, it was never about the gifts. It was about kind of what we did and, and spent time together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we were from, like I said before, from a young age, we didn't know we didn't have anything. So um, everything was so special, but my parents made the, that time together because we were always together. Um, sometimes we had relatives in for Christmas or their grandparents or something like that, but the, that time was just so special because mm-hmm. it was, it was about the, you know, we, we, we stretched it into the two days, Christmas Eve and Christmas. I mean, sometimes even before with like making criminal and, and different stuff like that. But those two days were just so, tra- um, parents built such a cool tradition around those two days to where, um, we look forward to it and everything mm-hmm. kind of had its, had its time of when we were going to do different things and. And we all got to do it together. So, um, so yeah, that's, that was kind of my my the, the memory that's always kind of stayed with, and, and building that tradition um, as a family and being able to look forward to that yeah. was, was so awesome. That's so. good. What about you, Micah? 
I would say, I mean, there's a, a lot of traditions that were already talked about and we do a lot of them. I think for me, just the whole starting off of the whole weekend, we typically, I mean, it's different now with travels and stuff, but usually it would start off with a Christmas Eve service and I just love music and singing and, and all of that. And it just kind of set the, the pace for the rest of the couple of days, getting to start that time with each other mm-hmm. and um, kind of centering it on what we're really focusing on. And then all the other traditions kind of rolled from there. And so I just really enjoy that time to, to share and just getting into the, the feeling of the, of the season and the true meaning behind it. Yeah, so I love that. That's awesome. Um, Abby, Abby, did Sorry. you just forget about me? No. <laughs> or who was next? I kind of forgot. <laughs> uh, so ditto with everyone's comments already, but I think it was so fun that we made it somewhat of a tradition to have an actual play. Like even when we were really young, we would kind of, you know, act out the Christmas story, but we would also pre-record some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So like people walking in the or we would use heels on the floor and record that. So when we're walking, you know, or yeah, it, it was just all these recordings. It was really fun. But then even last year and the year before we, as somewhat mature adults, we also did a performance with a certain Christmas song and we just act really silly and fun. So mm-hmm. we just get to laugh and be really entertained as That's well. Awesome. Yes. Yes. That was fun. Um, Naomi. Yeah, I was actually thinking back to some of the original Christmases. And one of the first things that I thought of was the sagebrush Christmas tree. Mm. I know that many of you won't even remember it because I think Josiah was not even born yet when we had that. But dad took us out into the Idaho desert. We lived in Idaho Falls at the time and we cut down this sagebrush. And I kid you not, you guys, it may be trendy right now to have some like cool different uh, cool different Christmas tree, but it was a really, it was before it was trendy. So I think that was really cool. And I think the mm-hmm. best thing about Christmas is that mom and dad have taught us is that it's truly the simple things. Many people know me as something, somebody who's, you know, resourceful and likes the simpler things in some things in life, but having those simple things, whether it's a special treat or a special gift that is very meaningful, then I, I think that's just the, mm-hmm. the big thing that they taught us. And that. that's true. So I love Christmas. Yeah. So special. What about you, Tabitha? Um, kind of like what Lydia was saying, I think, um, because Lydia and I were kind of separate from the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, just the fact that all of my siblings came together mm-hmm. on Christmas and wanted to be there um, was the biggest deal mm-hmm. to me. And I think um, even though by the time Lydia and I came along mom and dad were on the better side of um their business and stuff so we had a little bit more than the older kids Mm -hmm. did but I think mom and dad still kept the like we didn't really like the toys were cool but still my favorite part always has been just how intentional we all were on spending time together and um just kind of creating the bonds it always seemed to get stronger during christmas so yeah that's good very special time for me and yeah singing around the piano and such so yeah yeah that's definitely especially as we get continue to get older i feel like we appreciate each other more grow closer together so all right well we have to wrap this up i we could talk forever and so maybe we'll do this again so 
Thank you all for joining me, my family. I love every single one of you, my dad. So thanks for joining me. I hope all the listeners had a blast um, listening to a little bit more about my family and where I've come from, uh, mostly in Nampa, um, but some of their roots. And I hope you enjoyed hearing from my my siblings and my awesome parents. And um, you guys have a Merry Christmas and happy new year and i hope you can enjoy your family as much as i do mine so bye everyone love you guys bye thanks anna thanks for joining us on the iheart2c podcast do you know someone or something that we should highlight would you like to get the word out about your business send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.